Welcome to Alphabet Fly, an encyclopedic Marvel journey where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe with guests. We talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Jesse Cooper, and with me today is a very famous Magioso, Sean. I can live with very famous Magioso. Last time I was on this show, I was, uh, well, a, a hook-handed man, but like the last record we did together, I got Rat Boy. So I, I gotta say, uh, Mafioso is kind of a... Well, a step no, Magioso. Ma- Maj- is it Magia? I always thought it was Magia. Magia. No, Magia. I say Magioso. Magia. Anyway. Magioso. Yeah. But, it's an upgrade, um, is the point. Well, uh, today we're going to be talking about... My daughter's wedding. So today we're going to be talking about someone who was very important for a very long time, but no one knows about nowadays. Cause <laughs> so, Count Nefaria. Do you oh, know about Count, know Count Nefaria? Yeah. He's not... He's People don't pull on him a lot nowadays. Yeah, it's because he sucks and isn't very interesting. Well, I mean, a lot of characters are. Uh, <laughs> do you remember what he looks like? Because it' not great. Oh man, I'm I'm uh, running one of those deep like file searches on my brain, and what it pulled up was Doctor Nefario, who is from Despicable Me. So no. No, I don't remember what he looks like. Okay, so like, Dracula, if Dracula was Superman's cousin. Well, I was gonna say, I was gonna say, um, like, kind of a knockoff, like, not Superman, I would say more like a command, um, like a Zod outfit. Yeah, I could see that. With, with. Definitely Kryptonian Dracula, though. Yeah, but he has, uh, Captain America, not Captain America's, uh, why did I say that? That's wrong. Um. Stephen Strange's uh, cloak of yep. levitation. Oh yeah, yeah. Wait, is it actually Stephen no, Strange's no, no, cloak? No, it looks oh, like no. It, it just it's just it has the, the same color, color scheme that um, Marvel gave everyone for a also, very long time. Also, he has an N on his belt. Well, that seems garish. Also, so nippy. Look at him. Like he's doing corset trading. Yep. Um. I, you like know what? I gotta say, the longer I look at that costume with the uh, black tights and the white triangle, that's actually pretty good. It's it's not a bad costume, but like he's doing some corset training because like he has like you know his upper. It's not like a Dorito with yeah. like legs, which is a lot of like which is a lot of dudes. Yeah, he's keeping Marvel. it toy. But like, it's like it's like as soon as it hits like his like waist area. Like it just like goes like yeah, it's just, just like, straight down. <laughs> yep, he's he's like um an upside down pyramid on if, a slinky. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say an upside down period with a toilet paper roll on top. Sure, yeah, that's a, that's yeah. A, another way to put it. Yeah. So, uh, so his real name is Count Lucindo Neferia. No. I don't believe this. You don't need to believe it. You know what? DC has a guy whose name is just Atrocitus, so maybe I should shut up. But he does have the best pet cat, which is who I named my cat after. Mmm. Dexter. I love Dexter. I love both Dexter. But again, Atrocitus, so. I mean, it's whatever. Uh, He is uh, the head of the Nefaria family of the Magia, later independent. Self-employed criminal stat strategist. 
I mean, moving up in the world, you know, making this a name for himself. Look like the mobster I typically picture. Well, I mean, Silvermane was an old dude's head on a robot body. So. Yeah, but Silvermane looks like a mobster still. I look at Silvermane and I go, look, a robot mobster. I look at Count Nefario and go, Dr. Zod, he's branching out. Actually, actually if you take away his, like, if you take away his cloak. Did you say I Dr. Would, Zod? Not Dr. Zod. Yeah, you said Dr. Yeah, you did. But, um, but if you take away, if you take away his uh, cloak or cape, um, he would almost look like Gravitron. Who? Oh, Gravitron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Okay, so, he is publicly known. He is a citizen of Italy with a criminal career in the United States. His former alias is the Dream Maker, or the Dream Master. That's... So, he came over to crime from disco DJing? <laughs> I mean, he has money and he likes to flaunt it. Um, <laughs> the he, Dream Master. So he is. Uh, he was born in uh, Rome, Italy. Died in New York City. He is a widower. So he's just technically on the market. Also dead. Um, and his known relatives is Countess, uh, the Countess uh, Grilletta Nefaria, and Whitney. Well, or. Under the other name that we know her more under, Whitney Frost, or Madame Mask, or Big M. 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 I know her. Yes. She's like an actually relevant supervillain. Yes. He is the... He is the father of Big M. 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 <laughs> so he's a former leader. So group affiliation, he used to be part of the Nefaria, former leader of the Nefaria family of the Magia, an unofficial leader of the entire Magia, and former employer of the original Animan, and leader of the second Lethal Legion. Wow. Yeah. New York had some pretty serious crime issues. If there's this dude, like, you don't just have a mob anymore when you've got General Sod's disco cousin showing up. Well, so he's <laughs> Legion of Animen. Well, if you want to listen to a good episode, the Animen episode I did is pretty good. Jesse, we are one sword held above your head short of a He-Man Masters of the Universe episode. <laughs> the anime basically looks like rejected He-Man. Uh, He-Man yeah. stuff. But, yeah, so he first showed up in uh, Avengers issue number 13 February 1965. Is the that castle over the keyboard? Oh, sh- sh- we're not Sorry. there. The castle of Count Nefaria. And yes, he is. He's over the a keyboard of some sort. But uh, this is this has a lot of writing on it. Um, so you'll gasp in amazement at the most unexpected final panel you'll ever see. <laughs> you'll, I will. Uh, I will say that that is not right because I saw Xavier shaking uh, Apocalypse hand, saying, "Welcome home." In a very serene background. It was very shocking and I loved it. <laughs> yep. But, that does uh, sound shocking. 
Yeah. And he also, uh, also you say, see Rick Jones and his teen brigade imprisoned in the Dungeon of Doom. Oh, That does uh, sound like a fun thing. I mean, sure. Let's just get a bunch of teenagers killed. Because, I mean, if it involves getting rid of Rick Jones, I think I'm okay with it. <laughs> um, <laughs> I and, thought you'd say something like that. So, even the world's mightiest crusaders find themselves helplessly trapped within the castle of Count Nefaria. And, and of course, you have, like, the classic lineup of the Avengers. Uh, yeah, so you got Cap, your giant man. Giant man, Wasp, Thor, and Iron Man. I mean, and... Yeah, an Iron Man. And they're just like reacting to yep. him doing something. I don't know what it is. Yeah, that's it's that's exactly they're not like doing anything, they are reacting. They're doing the bare minimum of, of existing. I gotta say, if you didn't know who Giant Man was and you picked this up, you just think that the artist like drew one dude way out of scale. Well, I mean, isn't that what Giant Man is? Someone out of scale? <laughs> That's true. You got me so there. There's a wasp, but on the smaller side. So, let's get into a story. So, Count Nefaria was a descendant of a long line of Italian noblemen who inherited a vast fortune. Nefaria was a man of unusual consequ- uh, contradic- contradictions. He was a conservative in many of his tastes and attitudes, therefore, dressed in the fashions of Italian. Noblemen. What a falsehood that is. On the other hand, Deferio was fascinated by technological advancements and through uh, and throughout his life commissioned scientists to create inventions that were far more advanced of con- of contemporary science. I want to know where he's dressing conservatively, because he's dressing yeah. like weird for a superhero. A Again, superhero. Kryptonian vampire is the vibe that I'm getting. Nefaria also greatly valued his family's tradition of utter respectability. Yet his lust for even greater wealth of power led him to making him a powerful figure in the uh, Magia, the notorious international crime syndicate, whose origins was in southern uh, Europe, but included no noblemen. Also, the Mafia had a lot of ties to early Marvel, and they had to not talk about them in a bad way. Oh, really? Yes. Read the Secret of Steve Marvel. It's really interesting. Yeah, I think I'm going to. Yeah. Um, also, comic code said you can paint, you can use, like, the Mafia mm. in your books. So they got around with it by saying, it's not the Mafia, it's the Magia. I always thought that that was, like, a more accurate way of referring to the Mafia. No. Huh. That's just a made-up word. Like, I thought that someone at Marvel knew more than I did about the Mafia. No. It's just made up. Huh? Yeah. Well, just well, goes they to show you. They convinced me as a child to think that not only Sokovia was real, but also Latveria was real, so. Hmm? So I'm not the only one who was duped. No, like, you weren't. I thought, like, like I I thought for a long time that people were just, uh, that Latvia was just misspelled Latveria. So. <laughs> <laughs> me, me knowing uh, that Marvel, the Marvel Universe is set in our, have, you know, general shape of our, you know, states yep. and stuff. Um, I always wondered where Wakanda and Latveria are, like, relative to the known geography of those, of those continents which don't have any gaps in them that I'm aware of. 
Uh, think, think Southwest for Wakanda. They have some, they have some seaboard, but not a lot. But uh, like, some, which, which country did they steal land from to give Wakanda think, uh, its territory? Uh, Nibia, I think. Okay. Nibia and a little bit of West Africa. Yeah. But, um, I wasn't expecting there to be an answer to that. No, they, they know there's an answer. You got me. <laughs> yeah. Because they, they, they have an edge on Atlantis because, I mean, on uh, the Atlantic Ocean. Because mm. Wakanda and Atlantis have fights sometimes. Well, yeah, <laughs> you would need that to have those. Nefari quickly made himself a powerful force in the Magia through offering large sums of money to establish Magiasas or Magiasis. Oh my God! I thought I was. Ma- I didn't think they would have an actual collective noun. This is the <laughs> first time I saw it. <laughs> it's Magiosis. Oh, I don't like it. Magiasos is what I'm doing. I, they only mention it here, so... True then. <laughs> yeah. Magiasos to work with them. Through financing major criminal operations for the Magia, and return for shares of power. Through the advanced weaponry his scientists devised for him, and through his own immense talent for criminal strategy, the Magia men left their original families to work for Nefaria, and became the basis of his own family. The other European Magia leaders allowed Nefaria's family to remain within the Magia for fear that his orga- organization severed would sever all ties with him, and then he would become like a opponent. Hmm. But yeah, um, Nefaria re- married a woman named Renata and hoped that she would bear him a son who would carry the Nefaria line. However. Renata died giving childbirth to her to her only child, of course, um, a daughter who would later be known as the Whitney Frost, a.k.a. Madam, Fr- uh, Madam Mask, a.k.a. Big M. 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 Nefaria was had been so cunning that until his exposure to the Avengers or later, virtually no one outside of the upper echelons of the Imagia knew of his involvements in crime. A.K.A. they made him up and made him a big deal early. Right. However, Nefaria feared that one day his criminality might become public knowledge. And he also feared that one day the many uh, many Magia leaders who resented his power might attempt to strike at him through his child. So then he forced a Wall Street financier named Byron Frost, who owed him a very large debt, to raise uh, Dwayze's daughter, who would be called Whitney Frost, a.k.a. Madam Mask, a.k.a. Big M. 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 So the Nefaria family established inroads into the United States over the decades and continued to control, up to a, uh, up to a certain extent, other Magia family operations. But there, the newly former Avengers spent much of their time in their early history in the group capturing uh, Magia criminals and, and causing shutdowns of many profitable Magia criminal operations. Count Nefaria decided that dealing with the Avenger decided to deal with the Avengers himself. The having planned to move to America anyway, 
Faria had his ancient, his, his ancestral castle in Italy disassembled stone by stone and reassembled <laughs> on top of a on top of the New Jersey Palisades. I will say this for it. It's not totally unheard of. I mean, it's not unheard of. I mean, that's that's how they moved a couple of bridges, basically, as well. Yeah. They just took London all the materials. Bridge. Yeah, they're brick by brick. And, yep. Yeah. So, he announced that he was opening the castle to the public, and that the profits from emission fees would be donated to a charity. He invited the Avengers to open a day ceremonies. Once the Avengers were inside the castle, however, Nefaria trapped him under a so-called time transcender beam. Okay. Which, in effect, put them in suspended animation. Count Nefaria then created life-size hologram-like images of the Avengers, which he could project over great distances... Which he could cause to move like living humans, through which he projected recreations of real Avengers voices. What is the point of this? <laughs> to make well, it seem like the Avengers are still around? There's gotta be an easier way. Cue well, infomercial for supervillain products. Well, Nefaria caused the images to publicly proclaim that the Avengers were going to seize control of the United States. Okay. As a result, the real Avengers, once they were set free, found themselves in conflict with the U.S. Army. The Avengers were finally the, the Avengers finally defeated Nefaria, who confessed his guilt in framing them. And the Avengers were cleared, and Count Nefaria was publicly exposed as a criminal and deported to Italy because he's rich. Yeah. Also, that's not the first time an Avenger would be. Uh, would basically be uh, set to commit treason, because later, Ant-Man committed treason. (laughs) Hooray! I'm not familiar with that storyline. Yeah, Hank Pym is not a smart man. I mean, he's a smart man, but also not a smart man. I mean, all of the science seeming to contradict that. No, he's not a smart man. He did create, like, a world-destroying robot, who he's currently fused to. It was a mistake. He's currently fused to a a world-destroying robot. I would describe that as a high-intelligence, low-wisdom build. Hmm. I would say almost no wisdom, and uh, not a lot of charisma either. Yeah. He just just dumped in intelligence, was just like, uh, I'm small or big now. Yep, that's that's sort of what I'm going to be forever, is small or big or sometimes... A pseudo robot, a cyborg. Oh, it's nightmare. I don't want to get into the <laughs> to, the, to that. So now, sometimes after Nefaria's exposure as a criminal, Byron Frost died, and Nefaria revealed to Whitney Frost, aka Madame Mask, aka Big M, 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 M. That he was her true father and intended to train her to become the adventure successor as the head of the criminal organization. Horrified, Whitney refused, but Nefaria threatened to publicly expose her as his daughter, thereby causing her to lose all her respectable friends if she remained adamant. 
Whitney told her fiance what happened, and he ended up and he ended their engagement. Months later in despair, Whitney became uh quickly uh went back to trading under Nefaria. And sometime later became his second in command. AKA Madame Mask, aka Big M. 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 After after months of following this defeat, the Avengers uh, by the defender by the Avengers, Nefaria had a machine constructed by means which he could project highly realistic illusions into the minds of his victims, even over a distance of thousands of miles. He intended on using his nightmare machine to kill the Avengers, and began his attempt of vengeance with Iron Man. In the dream induced by Nefaria. Iron Man found himself pitted against many of his past adversaries. If Iron Man was killed in a dream, he would die in real life. That is what happens. That's why you always wake up before you hit the pavement in those falling dreams. I mean, I hit the pavement all the time. It's just darkness for a little bit. Oh, yikes. Yeah, no. <laughs> that got... Yeah, no, I mean, it's just whatever. I was doing a joke. Just <laughs> is what I was doing. <laughs> oh, I wasn't. Uh-huh. I die my dreams all the time. So... <laughs> You can't uh, see it, but I'm pulling up my collar right now like I'm an old-timey comedian. Yeah. So, if Iron Man succeeded in overcoming his, all his foes in the dream, uh, but he, defeat, he defeated all his foes in his dream, and Nefaria, in frustrated rage, accidentally caused a short circuit in his nightmare machine, destroying his device. Shortly after, he enlisted millionaire Antonio. I can't, I, it's Anthony. I just keep on calling him Antonio because I like Antonio <laughs> Stark more. But Antonio Stark's cousin, Morgan, in a scheme to destroy the reputation of the Starks, of, of Stark, who was believed to be Iron Man's employer. But Oh, yeah, I forgot dumb. about that. Yeah, it was dumb, and he had a jerry curl, and he looked dumb. <laughs> also, he was like a C-tier character for a really long time. Yeah, uh, Iron Man was really only became like a big deal in terms of popularity when the movie came out, I think. I mean, the OG heads like me, I mean, it was just like, you know, he sometimes has cool stories. Nefaria eventually launched an unusual black belt scheme uh, where he made an enormous dome that sealed <laughs> Washington, D.C. from the rest of the world that what could not be penetrated by crack, any means except for by Nefaria's secret beads that, uh, that would not endanger the people trapped within. So, this is not what mafiosos are supposed to do with their time. This, this is what 60s Marvel villains do. That's what 60s which, Marvel villains do, but why is he in the mafia if he's just gonna keep doing what? this crap? Why what? not? He could just be any Hydra guy, is why. Why not? Listen, Jesse, there are distinct genres why of comic book criminals. You got your ninja ones, they suck. You got your mob ones. The mob ones are fun. Everybody loves a good mob villain. Spider-Man. Spider-Man fought um, Kingpin. Spider-Man fought Mr. Big. Spider-Man fought the Crime Master. And all of those were really good mafia, ma- magia stories. But no, Count Nefaria has to be going around putting domes over stuff. What? So, what do you even... Sean? Why, what was the point of the dream Sean, thing? Sean. Why put Tony Stark why? into a dream to try and kill him? Why not just shoot him? Why not? 
even from a writerly why perspective. not? No, Jesse, no, this is important not? to me. As no. a writer, I want no. to know... Sean? What Sean. the purpose of putting... Sean? Sean. Your character into... No, I'm going to finish the sentence. I want to know what Sean, the purpose Sean. of putting your character into that fight is if it's going to be in a dream, but he's also... Those stakes are real. Like, just have him fight someone in real life. Are you jiggling keys at me? Yeah. I'm distracting you. I finished you. the sentence now, so I'm done. No, 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 no. I distracted <laughs> you. But I'm just saying, because I have final say in this, why not? Okay. <laughs> I, okay. Like how ne- I like how nefarious, so you could. Nefaria announced that if he was not paid a large ransom, he would withdraw all the oxygen from the city, thereby asphyxiating all of its inhabitants. The original X-Men thwarted a nefarious uh, scheme, and the people of Practical. Washington, D.C. was saved. And the dome was destroyed. And Nefaria was imprisoned. Did the dome fall on people when it was destroyed? I mean, I don't know. That's a really big dome. Right? Like, it's not big when you think of it, like, as in, like, a state size. But that's a really big dome. It's pretty friggin' huge. Yeah, like, how did they do it? It has to be pretty thick to hold together at that size. So if you destroy that, there's gonna be chunks of it just smashing through buildings. I mean, damage control is pretty good. Yeah, but... They're pretty good. They're pretty good. <laughs> the only way I can think of that they could have saved everyone is to build another slightly smaller dome. <laughs> <laughs> they just had to keep on building smaller, smaller domes. <laughs> Until it was finally a manageable size that they could just hit it with a hammer and it was done. Uh, okay. Yes, that's how they did it. Uh, so, sometimes later, Nefer is freed by pr- uh, from prison by criminals in his employ. But the Magia no longer wanted to be associated with him, due to his notoriety from capturing <laughs> Washington, D.C. <laughs> from now on, Nefari acted get a lot completely... of notoriety from that. <laughs> like, hey, aren't you the guy who put a dome over in Washington, D.C.? Yeah. No, we don't need you. That's too much. <laughs> we can't handle that right now. I mean, I can't. Af- you can't afford him, probably. Yeah. Well. So, some... So, uh... He was like completely independent, uh, even from his. He enacted independently, even from like his own family. Uh, his next back blackmail scheme was even <laughs> more colossal than his previous one, which is pretty big. Point of order: the last one was not blackmail. That's um, extortion. Ra- it's more ransom or, or extortion. I mean, now if he had if he had embarrassing secrets from everyone in Washington D.C. Yeah, this is more of a metaphorical dome. Well, <laughs> from which he would suck the metaphorical oxygen. So this was even more colossal than previous one, which is pretty big. With the aid of the Animan, he invaded and took control of the North American Air Defense Command Center at Valhalla Mountain in, uh, in Colorado. He then demanded each nation of Earth pay him an enormous ransom, or else he would use... The center's Doomsmith control system to launch all of the U.S. nuclear missiles. The new X Men, the smithing of doom. So the new X Men halted Nefaria's scheme this time. One of the X Men, Thunderbird, leapt atop the plane which Nefaria made his escape in and attacked it with the superhuman strength until it exploded in midair. Also. 
Thunderbird was killed. But then, like, Nefaria being just the biggest asshole in the world is just like, hey, turns out I didn't need this, I'm just gonna teleport away. Is that how Thunderbird dies? Yeah, he dies punched wow. in a plane. <laughs> Sorry, I just thought about that. That'd be a really better way to that die. sucks for a few different reasons, yeah. I mean, it sucks, but also at the same time, real great way to die if you want the story that you'll never hear afterwards. Well, yeah, now you roll up into the afterlife and you go, hey guys, uh, how did you guys go? Because uh, I punched a plane. <laughs> I jumped out a plane and punched it and it killed me. <laughs> <laughs> the paint the plane punched back with flames they will do that but now nefaria was virtually destitute he decided that he would give himself superhuman powers greater than those of virtually any other human being i mean if you had that choice why didn't you do it in the first place <laughs> <laughs> like buddy see jesse you're coming around a little bit now <laughs> I don't even dislike this dude. I just think that the decisions he makes and the order he makes them in are kind of wild. But I'm just saying, though, doing that after putting a dome over Washington, D.C. is a pretty good move. I mean, to put the dome up, you basically already had to have powers beyond any existing superhuman. He formed a second lethal legion containing the legion a living laser, the original Power Man, who is the second Goliath? No, first Goliath. Oh, so Luke Cage wasn't the original Power Man? Nope. Mm. And Whirlwind. Also, pretty great episode if you want to listen to that one. Yeah. Um, uh, Nefaria had uh, Professor Kenneth originally Claw. Or Kloss. Klaus? Okay. I don't know who Klaus is. Klaus? 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 I, I think I was going to say Claw. How do you <laughs> like spell as it? A, it's Klaus. It's Klaus. Klaus. I was thinking, like, I think it was just like, are they talking about Claw here? No, <laughs> it wasn't. Um, so, Kenneth Sturdy, former chief uh, assistant to Baron Heinrich Zemo, increased these three criminals' powers by for roughly an hour, and then he sent them to battle his old enemy, enemies, the Avengers. But Sturdy and his assistants also analyzed the cellular structure and genetic structure of the three supremely powerful criminals and used their findings to duplicate these powers in Count Nefaria. And, but also magnified it a hundredfold. They will do that. Uh, once, em- uh, once empowered, Nefaria mortally wounded Sturdy so that he could never give equal powers to someone else. Okay, good Good move for a villain. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the dying Sturdy told Nefaria that his new powers were causing him to age at incredible speed. So that Nefaria would be dead in two days. Is Actually, that- Sturdy was lying. Uh, and Nefaria lived beyond the two-day limit. A.K.A. Okay. Someone was just like, uh, why are you doing this? I'm just gonna write it back. What's, what, what's the point of lying about that? Because someone uh, forgot about that. Someone forgot about that story point and decided they wanted to write about him. <laughs> or they were just like, no, that was dumb. Right, okay. So but I'm just thinking in universe as the guy who told him he was gonna die in two days, like, the best thing that you could possibly accomplish is made one supervillain way worse for about two days. What you do is you stress out the person, and maybe you hope that they die of, like, a heart attack. Like, there's no way he's not going to go on a rampage, right? 
I mean, but also maybe you'd be so happy that it got a second chance to life. That's that's the new scared straight program. Like you get like a uh, like a scientist to amp up a supervillain's powers and say like you're you're gonna die in two days. Listen to me. If you continue to do more crimes, you will literally die. I put something in your brain that will make you die in two days if you do bad. It's and they're just like not that far off an idea for a story I was going to write in high school. So yeah, he was given a bunch of powers, and then he was lied to, and then he was like, he was like, oh, I'm going to destroy New York City, but then he didn't because he became feeble and it was an old man who had to be kept alive in special life support system. And but he like so he was like kept in Avengers custody while they sought a cure for him. And Whitney Frost, now known as Madame Mask, aka Big M. 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 Believing that he was not receiving proper care at the Avengers Mansion, had the original four and a man break into the uh, mansion and bring Nefaria to her. Nefaria demanded that the anime bring uh, Antonio Stark to him <laughs> so that he could be persuaded to find a cure for him. Okay, so first off, Tony Stark is a engineer. Right. Probably went Ant Man for that. Mm-hmm. That's a fair point. Just saying. Tony Stark is, he says many times in his own book, I'm more of an engineer, a genius engineer. He does do a lot of the biochemistry stuff. He frequently does call himself a futurist, though. I mean, I can call myself a futurist and just say, hey, look, we might live underwater one day. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, at this time, like, Madame Mask, a.k.a. Big M. 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 Uh, Was dating Antonio Stark. And... She had to choose between her lover and and stuff and something else, and he died in a boring thing. Basically, basically, like a basically, what happened is like they got into like a car like thing, and that like damaged something that took away the power from life support system, mm-hmm. and he quote unquote died. Okay, and then he quote unquote undied later. Oh, we'll get into that. Oh, we'll get into. That. Okay, so he's 6'1". In his prime, he was 230. He has blue eyes, black hair. Uh, he does... He used, He had, like, superhuman strength that allegedly uh, bypassed the that of Hulk or, or Thor. Uh-huh. For sure. Allegedly. Anytime someone says they're stronger than, uh, like, the Hulk is generally wrong. There's very few people, and they tend to be cosmic level threats. And maybe the thing. No. No, like, they literally had a whole thing about, like, how the thing was never as strong as the Hulk, but he has a lot of endurance. And actually, Uh, the thing literally had his arm broken by the Hulk. Yeah, I just read that. Yeah. He did a very My Hero Academia. Yeah. Yeah, it did a very, yeah. But... So when he did have superhuman powers, he had the living laser's power, so he can... Okay, here's a problem with this. The living laser is basically a god that can Uh turn into light. Sure. Like one does. Yeah. So he had the living laser's power. 
Oh, but this no, 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 no. This was before he became completely composed of holy energy. Okay, then the original Power Man's, but that was before he became the second Goliath. So basically, Power, uh, so Wonder Man's power, and then Whirlwind, who can spin real well. Also, he's a mutant. Whirlwind's a mutant. Yes. Oh. Also, uh, you want to know how he didn't get depowered after after M Day? Why is that? He was on mutant growth hormone, and he just and it, for some reason it, his power just stuck. He just overdosed he was one of the so much that he became immune to being depowered. He he was so spinning that like they took a little way some of the spinning and was just like cool. I'm still spinning. He was part of the 198 for huh. a couple of years. Yeah. That's something we found out on the Warwind episode. So I guess basically, that is something you would find out on that episode. Well, because I wanted to know if he got depowered or not. Also, uh, Franklin Richards was one of the ones that not depowered. That makes sense. Um, so, uh, you want to know you want to know what my theory is on that? On Franklin Richards? On Franklin Richards not getting depowered. Yeah, he saw the incoming reality warp and just said, no. No, he was just like, he basically, he basically was just like, no, this isn't happening. He just stopped Bye. today. Yeah. <laughs> he does that a lot. You notice that? What, opts out of being reality warped? Yeah, he does it a lot. Yeah. What with yeah. his uh, did you know he's going to be? Did you know he's going to be the first being in the, uh, in the new universe after the big uh, heat death of the universe? Uh, so he's going to be the new Galactus? Yes. That's messed up. No, no, he's not. No, he's like he's not like going to be the world eater. Like Galactus wasn't Galactus when he came out. He was Galan. Oh and, yeah, yeah. Uh, in in like an incubator. I thought it was that he like living through the death of his universe created Galactus or like turned him into Galactus. No, he was in a ship that was basically like absorbing like all the cosmic energy around mm-hmm. him and. The universe kind of needed a galact needed a universal constant, so it did turn him into Galactus. Yes, but he he came out as Galand and he was basically incubated, so it was still like thousands of years. Hmm. He was just the first living being, and one of the I think like one of the second living beings was Ego the planet, one of the living planet. Oh, Ego! I thought you said the Yoga planet for a second there, yeah. which was. A very different thought. Okay, so let's get through this part. So he <laughs> could... So he had a hundred times their powers. I mean, a hundred times their powers. <laughs> so, together. It's so such an he arbitrary was, number. Well, I mean, why not? It's a nice, kind of even number. You know, three... I mean, 300? He's 300 people. Um, So he had super strength. Because of... Uh, so, in enough... Resistance to injury to survive a blow from Thor's hammer, unharmed. Uh, he also ha- he could also project powerful laser beams from his eyes, which I guess he got from Power Man. No, from the living laser. Right. Yeah. No. Sorry. The resilience. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. That's where I got it. Uh, he'd have to, right? Yeah. That's where it came from. Super strength and so he also because but like. Living laser needed like die laser diodes and graviton 
like generators. Yeah, his powers were technological. Yeah, but he but he required no mechanical. Don't don't shh. <laughs> it's a nefaria. He could do what he wants. <laughs> <laughs> he could put domes over entire cities. Don't think about it too hard. All right. Yeah. Uh, he also. So we don't know how much laser energy he can produce. I'm just gonna say a hundred times that the laser living laser could do. That makes sense. Uh also he can move at superhuman speeds, but unlike the whirlwind, he did not have to spin. So he could run up to five thousand miles per hour in a straight line <sighs> for thirty minutes without tiring appreciably. Hang on a second. Five thousand miles an hour. So he can run across the, the US. 30 minutes, so he can run Two twenty five hundred miles in half an hour. Then that's his. That's yeah. his max range. That's yeah, pretty darn far though. Yeah, but that's without him tiring. So if he gets to the runner's high, he could probably go the rest of the way. <laughs> uh, also, he seemed to be able to fly. He seemed. Yeah, he seemed to be able to fly, but like. Possibly due to his whirlwind power? But he did not do so. So instead, like, he leaped great distances. Um. Okay. <laughs> he was, you know, he was holding that one in reserve for later in case he needed it. Yeah, so. In case he ran into someone who was a hundred times as strong as the Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> exactly. So. Now, I have a question for you. Uh-huh. What do you think about him? I think he's fun, but I think there is no reason for him to be part of the mob. I think he could be part of the mob. Uh, he can be if, part if of whatever old, he wants. He's got a hundred times the power of the living it, laser, but uh, it doesn't, doesn't make any sense. Like, not one thing that you said was mob-related in any way. He okay. didn't run any rackets. He didn't uh, so, have any henchmen that we discussed, Sean. really. Sean. Uh-huh. How are you supposed to make money in the Marvel Universe if you're not making those big moves? Listen, you asked me what I thought of him, and I think that he's... I think you're wrong. ...a pretty generic supervillain I think fun in a lot of ways, but isn't the mob. I think he represents the most mob-like mentality you can ever have. Go big or go home? Yep, go big or go home. <laughs> okay, well, you got me there. Yep. I mean, he tried to shake down the entire U.S. government. I mean, mm -hmm. I'm just saying, pretty, pretty big, pretty big move. That is extortion, so that's yeah. mafia-ish, yeah. mafia-esque. So, my other question, and this is a big question: Are they still dead? Is he dead? Is he still dead, Sorry, Is he still dead? No, because I've read comics that involved him, and so he can't have been dead all the way since the 70s. In fact, he's still alive right now. Yeah, because the second time but he died, someone told him he was going to die in two days, and then the writers forgot to check in with him in two days, and were embarrassed again. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say technically no. But also okay. technically yes. So, he was technically becoming a, an ionic being. 
like okay. Power Man uh-huh. or Wonder Man. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, he wasn't able to keep that up. And that's why he was aging. So, like, he needed a lot of energy. So, he was basically an energy vampire. <laughs> so, he was going around killing other ionic beings. Mm-hmm. And also, he went to Savage Land to try to create an ionic uh, race to feed on. <laughs> okay. But then he realizes he then he realizes he can control ionic powered beings with his mind later. Right. And he wanted he what he was gonna do was he was gonna try to get all the uh Magia families under him. So he could do a larger scheme where he would mutate all of humanity with ionic energy, thus rule the world, also having enough food. <laughs> okay, so he turned into an energy vampire, essentially. But that's not it. <laughs> that's not what killed him. No, 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 he still, no, he's, he was alive. He never actually died. Technically. Technically, his body died, but then he became an ionic being. Okay. Okay. Now, later, in Dark Rain, uh, the Deferia, he, he basically, basically, uh, the, the mask, uh, the Madam Mask, aka Big M. 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 <laughs> and Robin Parker, I mean, sorry, Parker Robbins, who is the hood. Yes. Um, Seriously, Robbins, Robbins, the hood. I just got Robin, that. <laughs> sorry, Parker, Parker Robbins. Yeah. I always, it, you should not name anyone Parker when there's a Peter Parker. Yeah, that's a mistake. But yeah, but. He is a great character, the hood. They basically found that Nefaria was loose and the hood, uh. Madam Mask and Wolverine took down Nefaria. Now, and captured him. Now, Nefaria then showed up as the Kingpin, Kingpin of LA during that really bad Moon Knight run that Bendis wrote. Hmm. And that was, was the, the last one where time he we was saw like him. both. He, Moon Knight was Spider Man and Wolverine and. Spider Man, Wolverine, Captain America. Captain America all at the same time? Yeah. And it was bad. And everyone hated it, and yeah, it that's why there was no good. Moon Knight stuff for several years. Mm. So that's where he is. He's still alive. He's just kingpinning know, not... it off out in LA. Oh, yeah, cool. that's pretty much it. Well, now I know an awful lot about Count Nefaria. So, well, uh, he was a someone... very important character. Yeah. Oh, when my family asked me at Thanksgiving this year uh, to tell them all about Count Nefaria, I'm going to have a lot of facts to share. Okay. Well. I think this is pretty much it. So this is a longer episode, so I'm just going to forego uh, plugs. Yep, that's fair. Um, if also, you want to know what uh, I do, listen to the last two episodes and you'll find out. Yep. Or listen to a Sasquatch episode. Or the Vindicator episode, where we get very frustrated. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I definitely so, lost some illusions that day. Yeah, so uh, this has been Alphabet Flight and... Justice is served. Bye. Bye. Bye.